This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters just to wrote the American dream while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the wrestling fans, it is to Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rose, the American dream, with that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. And we all had hard times together. I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly is just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But, brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne, and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. Nature boy Ric Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world now. Reach it out 
because the love that was given me and this time I will repay you now because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion on this hard time blues. Dusty Rhodes Tour 885 and Ric Flair Nature Bar. Let me leave you with this. One way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world's heavyweight title. I'm going to take it. I've been there twice. This time when I take it, Daddy, I'm going to take it for you. Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now because I came back for you, for that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see a real wolf champion. And I'm proud of you and thank God I have you. And I love you. Love you! Well, a very uh, somber intro. That was the uh, hard, the famous Hard Times uh, intro or promo there from uh, Dusty Rhodes. Sorry, I'm kind of out of it. Uh, Dusty Rhodes passed away today. One of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Uh, if you don't know him, I mean, you guys are working class. That dude was the American dream. Son of a plumber, daddy. Hot time, daddy. Uh, we are the uh, working class bow hunters here at 1600 Buckslayer Place. Uh, the Bucketoriums, I'm, I'm all kind of out of it. now. Let, let, Steve's uh, holding back tears right now, even is. though I all don't right, even know I'm, about wrestling. I'm holding but. back tears, number one, because one of my childhood heroes died. And my adulthood heroes died. I'm an adult now. Uh, he died, and uh, we also almost uh, just met Dusty Rhodes. Uh, there was a tornado headed straight our way. Like we really did. I mean, it wasn't heading straight our Obviously way. It, it was. It was stopping at the corner. It was picking up a pack of cigarettes. It's like, eh, I gotta go ruin Sheerard, Illinois now. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, screw this podcast. Let's wipe the whole town out. This right. is over with. Apparently, but- that tornado just got fired from its job, and his girlfriend left him yesterday. So he was on a rampage. Yeah, we actually were in the crawl space. We even did a video. We that took might shelter. Be a- yeah, we did yeah. take shelter. Took the beer with us. Uh oh, we might have lost Richard. Well, let's Richard. Uh, we had a guest on. We already we already <laughs> we scared him away. We didn't even away. get to introduce him. <laughs> we didn't even get to introduce him. Uh, Just stop it. Go ahead and get, go ahead and get him back on the phone. Let's. Let, oh, ahead. here he goes. Here he goes. Oh, here we go. Are you there, Richard? Yes, I'm here now. Before <laughs> I dropped out completely. Oh, th- right. hey, thanks for ruining our podcast. No big deal. Uh, in the intro. Uh, <laughs> well, there's your introduction. What's up? <laughs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> this is uh, Richard Harris with Archery Abroad. It uh, basically is a online archery tournament. And if you're hearing that and you're going, what the heck is an online archery tournament? Well, let us tell you. We'll so, explain it. What's up, Richard? Oh, everything's great, man. Thank you for having me on. Hopefully we don't lose you throughout this podcast. If we do just... Ring us back. We'll yeah, get we'll, we'll just... get this ball rolling, just all good and dandy. But uh, yeah, we just have a tornado. We still have power. Yet he's the one who loses signals. <laughs> Where are you at, Richard? Well, this might explain why. He's out on his deck, I bet, in Virginia. Yep, in uh, Spotsylvania, Virginia, and I live on a cell phone, so I apologize for it, guys. It's all good. So you live on a cell phone, and it cuts out. Mm, exactly. I, I might uh, I might think about upgrading that cell phone plan. <laughs> <laughs> So explain to us 
give us give us what what is archery abroad? If you were just telling someone, they're like had no idea. Like most people don't right now because it's a fairly new thing. Yep, it's uh, absolutely brand new. Um, about a month ago, I can't take all the credit for the idea. The uh, a really good friend of mine and a very close, you know, personal friend. I mean, it's. Of course, our bow technician usually becomes your good friend if you shoot a lot, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, if he's your good there friend, then, go. yeah, take all the credit you want. Yeah, he's exactly. He's your um, good his friend. Name's Nate, yeah, his name's Nathan Brown of, of K&N Archery in Palmyra, Virginia. Um, he actually posted a little private one on a post that he hasn't been able to put on yet. And when I saw it, uh, I started thinking about my own self. Um, you know, when you, you work all day, you have children. Unfortunately, well, it's a blessing, but all of my kids, all four of them are, are athletes. <laughs> unfortunately, had, I had these kids to damper my dreams. <laughs> well, what I mean is, unfortunately, every single one of my kids are athletes. Sure. So the weekends, I mean, we do travel sports um, for the last 10 years. I've uh, coached. I've done all this stuff, and there's very, very little private time. So what happened when I, when I saw his post, um, it clicked with me that there must be thousands upon thousands of people in the same boat that don't get to go shoot competitive that might like to try it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with today's technology, I'm sitting on my couch, and I had to call him, and I got his blessing. He's like, I don't have time to do anything like that. Go for it. So I spent about three and a half weeks just killing my brain, coming up with ideas, what are people's concerns going to be, all that good stuff. Finally, what I feel, I came up with a really good program. Um Simply put, the very first tournament that we're shooting, um, the roster's complete. Targets are in the mail. Um, the targets right now have to come from me. You guys can imagine we have to be careful. Not everybody is as ethical as we are. Um, so <laughs> the targets are completely marked. You have to shoot the same target for three weeks. Sure. Okay. So, so they they got to protect that thing with their life and don't let the dog eat. <laughs> so, so my dog would. <laughs> it's like the homework. So, so you, right. they have to sign up on a roster, is how I I was seeing it online. Right. So right. How many it's entering into the tournament? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. You were. So you enter the tournament. There's what? What are the classes? Let's let's start with that, and then we can. Okay. Yeah. Um. You got right now. We've got two classes because obviously this is a test. You know, the very first one. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I don't know what the participation was going to be. So I did a hundred class and an open class. One for dedicated, you know, Mac Daddy bows, target shooters, mm-hmm. and one for, you know, anybody with any skill level, hopefully, you know, jumps in and feels comfortable because they're shooting anywhere they want to. Okay. Um, you know, privately. So the only thing that's looking at you is your camera. The entire shoot is on video. Uh, the biggest rule of the entire event is the target is not allowed to leave the camera view. Okay. And during, while you're shooting, you must be seen at full draw. With the target in view. Okay. Gotcha. So there's so no, was, there can't was, be any funny business in editing or. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's already too many, uh, too many rules. I'm yeah, out. Or, exactly. <laughs> or yeah. well, I, I mean, it's a great concept. Like you're saying, you know, working class people don't always have time to travel to go to all these shoots, compete, all this. But you always think about it like, oh man, I don't know. It's basically you're you're in your own backyard or wherever you shoot, but you're in a tournament at your convenience as long as you get it done within a certain time frame, right? Exactly. Um, it's, every time you shoot, it's Vegas three spot targets is what we're using the first one. Okay. Um, one arrow per spot. So you shoot three arrows, walk to your target, 
there's lots of little ways I've come up with to make sure that we got the right yardage. Everybody's shooting the same distance. Uh, anybody that goes on the page will see there's explicit, very simple instructions. It's a very simple process. Okay. Um, I have an example video of me explaining it all the way through already on the site. So you can read you know, the pin post on Facebook on the Facebook page mm-hmm. and get all the rules and all the particulars. And then you watch the example video. And I've, after that, I've had very, very few questions. Um, everybody just kind of seemed to jump right on in. Okay. And, you know, it, it's going to be mainly for fun. I mean, fun with a little competitive edge. So what you – know? The winner, how, how many how many people in uh, each class so far? Or, you know, what what's your well, maximum? I was, well, I started this one because I don't know how long the, the processing is going to take. <laughs> you know, uh, watching every single video and scoring it and certifying it and making sure everything's on the up and up. Uh-huh. Um, then I did some experimentation. I found out every video is going to take me about a minute, 30 seconds to be sure. Okay. Um, the, next, the next step is, uh, I mean, basically, you're just shooting for fun. You know, it, I mean, it's not a lot to it. I mean, if you picture yourself standing in on tournament line with, you know, 20 or 30 guys shooting at indoor range mm-hmm. at 20 yards, you get to do it wherever you want, your backyard, at your range. Um, I mean, obviously, if it's 20 yards, I really don't care where you're shooting. So, and the and the distance is proven. Very mm-hmm. simple. You know, you have to show your yardage in the video. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. And it has to be on a measuring tape, uh, a view through the rangefinder, you know, something to convince me. And of course, we all have our ways to know that it's on the up and up. <laughs> right. It's you a, li- it's a mean, little more comfortable target, feeling. So. Right. And uh, what blew my mind is within a week, we had 465 members in the group. Oh, wow. uh, you asked er- you asked earlier how many people we were going to limit it to. I limited it to 50 shooters in each class. We ended up uh, having to close the roster because we're building the roster for about two weeks. Okay. And the people who initially signed up, there's about 15 people that signed up like within two hours of me posting it. (laughs) And those four, those four guys and gals have been have been waiting for two weeks for it to start. So what is what is sign up? um, Describe. Okay, I want to do this tournament. What do I need to do to sign up for it? It's real simple. Uh, I'm utilizing PayPal for the moment. Um, you put your information in the PayPal notes, shoot the 20 bucks on the entry fee. That is your entry. Okay. So once the roster is closed, you know, obviously it, you can't affect the prize money. So, you know, there's no refunds or anything once the roster is closed. All the way up to the roster being closed. You know, I had one person that ended up having to go out of town for a business trip. You know, no big deal. You know, I just sent it right back to him. You know, PayPal is a wonderful thing because you can just transfer it right back and forth. Well, to be oh, fair, okay. that that person who did go out of uh, out of town for the business trip probably a big deal. Probably don't want to mess that up. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear your question. Oh, it wasn't a question. It was an it was a uh, terrible statement that I shouldn't have said. <laughs> <laughs> that's a reply to Steve's like uh, comments or questions. I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't that, hear it. That's you said. all you have to say. Like, if I just say something stupid, uh, I'm sorry, your phone was cutting out or click. And then don't call back. That's the <laughs> way to avoid my awful questions. I don't know if you heard the show last week. We had uh, Jared from Whitetail Adrenaline on, and uh, I think it was a couple <laughs> times Steve something said a couple of things, something about doing the Macarena, and Jared's <laughs> like, uh, "I'm what? I'm I'm not really following you here." And we're just like, "Yeah, you know, no one follows. No Steve. one does." I think he thought about hanging up a couple times on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure nicest guy on the planet, except to me. I'd be like, I think he. 
I'm pretty sure he hates me. I'm 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 100 sure. Matter of fact, I read his email. <laughs> Steve's just BSing <laughs> over here. But okay, so the winner of each division, what's what exactly is the prize, or how much cash flow is this person getting, or if any, how how's this all work? Well, I mean, on the twenty twenty eight dollar entry fee, um, how I worked it out this time. Um, obviously there's administration and stuff and two weeks worth of work and all that. So some money is held to keep the tournament going. Yeah. Um, okay, pay for targets, pay for targets. Um, you know, and I'm straightforward with everybody. I mean, it is for a very small profit, but kept very, very fair. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. You get you cause you got to give up your time. It's like you said, you got four kids, uh, in sports with, with travel, uh, travel teams and, and, and a full-time and, job and a full-time job and probably a full-time wife and, full-time mortgage yeah i mean oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh, we agree with <laughs> and, you 100 percent. and be straightforward i've literally for two weeks have been from 7 30 at night to about 12 to 1 in the morning every single night for the last two and a half weeks Ooh. um <laughs> answering questions making sure we're touching base making sure i'm involved um i mean what in my normal everyday job client services are top of mind so that's how I treat everything in life, family you, and work. What do you so, do for a living? I'm a general manager for a heating and air conditioning company in Virginia. Oh, all right. And, we all, and, it's, uh, it's, and it's summertime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I, I'm in the trades, and uh, I know how busy you know just service guys get. Now, you have to have somebody to dispatch the service guys and, uh, you know, to run that. So, uh it's even more amazing. I'm, I'm basically the guy that has to put out every fire. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it's fun. It's even more amazing that, you know, when you start throwing those numbers out there and, you know, just seeing it, you know, a couple hundred people. I mean, you know, you're doing this four kids, full-time mortgage, all that, and you're still finding time to, to you know. Do what you love. Do what you love. And right. help other people do what they love. I mean, I. I think I could see this going a very positive place. Uh, are you going to start having to need people come help you to, to keep this going? I mean, are, are you loving uh, it or what, what's going on? Oh, with absolutely. This? Absolutely. I love, uh, you. you know, the old saying, if you love what you do, you never work another day in your life. Um, I think I found it. You know, I mean, I am having forced myself to go to bed. Oh my gosh, it's one thirty in the morning. I could get up at five thirty. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, um, it's actually very exciting for me because one of my dreams is to just have a full-time job of helping people. And, you know, when I got into archery, uh, shoot, I've been shooting the bow since I was nine, but I hadn't been really involved in anything other than hunting. So I picked up my bow a couple months before our hunting season, the typical guy, the lazy hunter. Um, you know, I hate to say it that way, but that's what it is because I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, oh, no, we and, understand. Steve, you know, I basically pick up the bow, shoot the bow, get it all dialed in, get completely comfortable with everything, anchor points, make sure everything's hit right. I'm 100% confident before I hit the woods, run all bow season, hang up the bow, and wait till next year. Well, when I got into a lot of these Facebook archery groups and started, you know, I got a few invitations, hey, you got to check this out. I found something very amazing in the archery world. Um, I've never, even though I've not haven't met half of these thousands of people personally, but I've never met such a giving group in my life. Oh, you haven't met all of them uh, yet? They're nice people. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? I, you just, I've never been around so many giving people See, and, and caring that's the people funny in thing. my life. 
that's a funny thing, man, because, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. Everywhere you go, you meet sportsmen, hunters, trappers, fishermen. They're all good people, generally. And, you know, we're made out to look like monsters. This is kind of off topic from Archery Abroad, but we're all made out oh, to look. Oh, Kirk going off topic <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, we're all made out. Steve's normally the one off topic. But Say it. They, talk about those liberal blogs and see where those, see all the <laughs> hate and the. Yeah. Well, just our people. I'll just say it that way. Yeah, that's right. We're all made out to look like monsters and killers and just savages. But really, I mean, it's like. Everyone's really awesome. It's the camaraderie. We I know can it all sucks. Relate. I wish I was a hunter and a killer and a savage, but I'm not. I'm some. Well, there know... was... Go ahead. Oh, okay, I was going to tell you that there's one event that happened in uh, a little after the beginning of bow season in October for me that kind of created and sparked my passion just last October, and now I'm completely hooked in archery. I mean, it's what I live and breathe from last October to now every minute. Uh-huh. I've, I've got a archery room set up in my house of you know, <laughs> the next level. And it, what, it, what had happened is I read a post on Facebook um, of a single mother uh, posting her daughter that was getting into tournament shooting. And she was doing very well, you know, proud mom. You know, she's posting, but she, I, I yeah. noticed one comment. I noticed one comment in her post. And she made the statement of, I can't wait until I can shoot a bow with my daughters. Mm-hmm. Single mom of four, single mom of four girls. So I posted on a very large group um, on the first one. I put it on three groups. Hey, everybody, we have a, a need here. Let's be able to put together a bow rig. You know, looking for donations. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Uh, four and of course didn't use any names, and I won't. You know, uh, within one one and a half hours, guys, we had twelve hundred dollars worth of bow rigged, geared. Heading to a Botech to be put together. To oh. That's amazing. That okay. is awesome. And, awesome. I, I, I and was, I didn't even get to donate the site that I wanted. To <laughs> yeah. I, I was with you 100. percent Like, yeah, let's get her a boat. And you said a Botech, and I'm like, well, I know you're doing something well, not, nice, but come on. No, not not Botech the brand. It was sent to my Botech, an archery tech. Oh, what kind archery of brand was it? And tune package sent to her. We had everything to her within a month. That's awesome, man. Oh, that's amazing. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't cost her a dime. That is, the, you know what, so. that is that is absolutely fantastic. I mean, you, you know, you you look at situations like that, like this whole community coming together, and and I've told, the, maybe I haven't told these guys, I've told people before, I'm just saying to make myself sound better, but if, if this many people, you know, if 1,200 people all donated a dollar or 50 cents, Something not that bad, you know. You could get. I don't. I, and and I'm preaching to the choir here, but everybody knows how good it feels to shoot a bow. Now you can shoot a bow with your kids and and spend that quality time, you know, doing something, reaching for goals. Now you as a unit is reaching for goals, and I don't get sentimental very often, but this is this is super cool to me. Uh, I'm an emotional wreck. All right, uh, my idol died today. I almost died today. And now I'm drinking Miller Lite, something that's it's just, it's just kind of a roller coaster of a day. Sorry, oh, Richard, absolutely. but but so so what happened? So does does this lady now shoot with her with her daughters? Yep. Uh, See, that's she awesome. Man. The, the 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 mom and the four daughters had never hunted a day in their life. I invited her into one of our hunting groups, um, Bow Hunters of America, on Facebook. 
Invite it's me. Probably one of the most. <laughs> it's, it's the, as far as I'm concerned, it's the most phenomenal, great group on the planet. I mean, they're up twelve thousand members now and growing fast. Well, you have to send us um, all an invite, and we'll. I don't know if we can share it on our working class page. And yeah, I mean, I can I can get you the links. Um, I mean, some of you guys, you know, already saw me on Facebook, so just hit me up, and we'll we'll get you over there. Cool. Um, but they're uh, just a super awesome group of people. And she started talking to people in the group. Uh, one of the people on the group took her daughter under her wing as a mentor, archery mentor. Um, all of this came out of one simple post and they hunted for their first time, all the girls together in blinds, uh, for turkey season. So to see something like that come together, yeah. that people have never, never done before. Um, needless to say, I'm just absolutely hooked into the community. I mean, um, so, so when I, that, that's what really kind of, when I saw the idea on archery abroad, that's what kind of started it. I said, this is, mm-hmm. this is where I want this is what I want to do. I mean that's yeah, that's just a, such a and I, I don't want to cut you off because that's such a fantastic you know story that it just but but things like that in the archer world happen uh, all the time. I remember uh, when my girlfriend I finally convinced her to get a bow, so we set her up with a bow and she started shooting, and you know we started trying to dial her in and probably within fifteen arrows. She was better than Steve. Uh, her groups were. Right, right. I was like, uh, "Hey, hey, uh, let, let's uh, let's call it a day. Let's and, uh, sell that bow and get you a ring." Back. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I couldn't my, even. My seven-year-old's already shooting good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can't even throw a wedding ring in front of her. And she's like, "No, no, no. Let, let's keep where this is going." She's been shooting about five months. I think we. I, I, I take that back. We got her his bow in October. And we, uh, at our local archery shop, we have a league, uh, you know, and you can shoot a single spot. Thunder. Oh, that's thunder. Oh, no, the tornado's tornado coming right. back to get All us. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can shoot a, a single, single, single spot target, um, or a five spot. You got to shoot five arrows. I mean, you can do the biggest right. three spot, but you have to do 60 arrows. So, you know, we start going and I'm starting to just really, you know, I, I'm, I'm letting her know that big daddy's here. You know what I mean? God. Big Daddy's in the house. You don't ever think you can start. And, you know, before I can finish that sentence, uh, she's just... Drilling she kept the singer's single spot, and I, I, I'll tell you what, man. That there was... It was hard. We had to start getting new targets to just to see if she was cutting lines. And she right. ends up... She right. she won the, won the league. Right. So there, there's old boys that have been out there shooting for... I don't know, 30 years, 20 years, 15 years. They've been shooting. She's been shooting four months, and she just – she took she took into it, and then there's the, the, the people that, that come every week, and they're the nicest people on the planet. That was the one thing that really got her into archery was the people. Good the people, people, man. Camaraderie. Yeah, and, and she's Absolutely. like – She's like, they're the nicest people, and you're shooting and you're messing up. Somebody's going to – if you're shooting next to somebody and you start messing up, they're going to look at you and be like, I will give up my time to shooting to see if I can help you. And oh, absolutely. It happened. She did it. She did, She won this. And she just listened to what everybody said. She can She can hit a ping pong ball probably at 50 yards, I'm guessing. We haven't. That's awesome. All right, we haven't on. tested that yet. <laughs> okay, a beach ball. Well, well, One of those giant beach balls. Well, here's the thing. 
With, I, I'm really passionate about hunting. I, you know, I have it tattooed all over me. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in love with it. But the thing is, hunting is fun. Shooting big bucks, shooting deer in general is fun. But really, I look forward when I used to hunt a different property. We had a hunting camp where everyone would hang out in hunting camp and you know stuff like that. Well, then all of a sudden that property got sold and I'm out of hunting camp. So this podcast comes around and once a week I get to spend time with my buddies. It's like a hunting camp and we get to talk to cool people. Wait, who's his buddies? I'm not his friend. Right, right. I'm not his friend either. Richard's my buddy. About. That's who. <laughs> We're doing this from a separate room. So <laughs> let, let's kind of veer back towards archery abroad. Um, not that being the, that was great. An, that was great op topic, Steve. And I can barely talk right now. Op talk it. Op talk it. I almost op-talk got killed it. by a tornado. Okay, I'm still shook up. You know, and then there's <laughs> thunder all around us. So ugh. it's raining. Again. So okay, Richard, say it's you're going to have to get again. help with this. I I imagine with. Because it's going right, to grow. Right. This is something that I don't think it's is going to die out. Exactly, yeah. It's going to. Yeah, the feedback I've gotten, um, I would have never imagined that I've, I've, I'm getting messages. Thank you so much for starting this. You know, do this. You know, ideas are flowing. You know, the people that are involved right now are actually helping me develop the program um, to make it even better. I've got a lot of ideas you know, to really, really make it solid. I mean, real solid. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, the first tournament... To answer you guys' original question, I'm po- sorry I got off topic. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, you're on, sorry. On the, pay, on the payouts, you know, I mean, basically what my goal is to always, no matter what big, what size the tournament is, whether it's 45 people like this time or if it turns into two or 3,000 shooters a month, um, I'm looking to pay out at least 20% of the places, okay. if that makes sense. All right, right. yeah. So yep. that, that way, you know, the people that aren't, you know, up there in the tournament level type shooters um, or the moderate skill levels can still place and still have a chance. Um, well, maybe I'm you could start with, eventually, you know, like a, I don't, it'd be hard to kind of put like a beginner's class because you wouldn't really know how, you know, people's skill level, but you could do, well, all right. One question is say this grows and blows up and you got people to help you out. What about this? Is kind of a suggestion, and I would definitely be down for this because maybe we could do the working class group and get involved in this. A uh, a team class, like a teams of four. Yeah, it's I, I'll, I'll run down the list of my ideas because um, I've I mean not only on the requests but right from the beginning when I sat down and thought this plan through, it really will. It, it just dep- depends on demand. You know what people are wanting, how many people are getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, my plans. You know, futuristic, and I like to dream big because if you don't, you're never going to get there. Exactly. Um, but I mean, I'm planning on obviously the you know bow hunter class, the open class. I'm planning on a youth class. You know, as long as we have uh, that's going to get a little interesting because I got to have parents involved. Oh uh, yeah, um, and, and paying kids out because giving kids money over the internet's a it's no, a little no. upon sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the parents would be involved on that in my youth class. Um, I'm assuming. Once we hit that level and we have that kind of demand, I'll be able to talk to some arrow manufacturers, some boat companies, um, look for sponsorships for the prizes. Well, um, that and just talk so, to, like, Lancaster or different archery um, surplus companies or whatever about, like, hey, can we just get the targets for free, the paper targets absolutely. or something like that? You, you know, know and, and, and here's the thing. I mean, not to get, not to get off topic, but, uh, you know, with, with you opening this up to the <laughs> open class, the – you know, hunter youth hunter. You know, it, it's it's online, and this is something we probably should have hit from you know the beginning. But it's 
and we we kind of did, but it, it it's so easy to film at your leisure, send it in, and your it, it's it's almost like fantasy football. <laughs> kind of is. Yeah, you, yeah, you'll have you'll have a you'll have a, literally a week to shoot six arrows. Um, the practice Ugh. videos that 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 my the practice videos. You know, a lot of people were concerned. Am I going to be able to get my? You know, they were overthinking it. Um, there's a few practice videos already uploaded on the site. Uh, you know, so you can see everyday shooters shooting the practice videos. I can literally see the lines on the target. I could score it if they didn't even call out their score. So it's extremely easy to do. Mm-hmm. His practice video, the first practice video that went up, took seven minutes to shoot six arrows. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're talking about getting out there. Obviously, a lot of people go and practice before. You know, it's putting people's hands on their bows, um, making it more active. You know, the physical video, the physical shoot is only seven minutes. Well, really, you're you're and, de- you're developing more accurate hunters or more efficient hunters, kind of in a way. So you're you're doing a good part on a few different levels. Right. I mean, if you want to get technical and think about it, you know what I mean. The more people shoot, the better oh, shot absolutely. you get. The better a hunter you. If you're a hunter, I mean, you don't have to be a hunter to compete in archery. But right, if you are a hunter, I mean, we shoot. I don't know if you've seen it on our website, and our listeners know. If you're a, a frequent listener, we do. And I think I talked to you about this a little bit, Richard, about our little mini tournament with the working class bow hunters guys where we do two two versus two and we battle over this toy wrestling belt. And right, right. Dude, it is so much fun. It's a blast. Oh, it's it's Oh, you guys you guys already gave me ideas on that for later, you know. <laughs> Having something to ship all over the country, you know. <laughs> right. Well, you know you know what's funny is Oh, we had a shoot in uh, Morrison, Illinois. Great. Th- we talked about it before in the podcast. Great, great 3D course. Best course ever. Oh, man, it was immaculate. So we're battling over this little wrestling belt, right? And we go out to dinner afterwards. Eric and Logan happen to win. Well, gosh darn right we did. Oh, well, come on now. So Eric wears this belt. It's like a. this is a child's toy belt. Eric wears this into this restaurant, Manny's, and sets it on the bar. Set, I set it right on the bar. Yeah. Order no, drink. We went to two bars, and you had he had it sitting on the bar in front of him like, yeah, I need a beer. I'm a champion. <laughs> I and, set that down first, and I'm like, I need a beer. I think I did him right away. <laughs> People are like, right. uh, what is this? And then we tell them, and we always expect, like, I mean, you guys are idiots. What are you yeah. doing? People are like, oh, man, that's cool. That's they, pretty they, cool. They get the camaraderie between us, and I don't know. I, the if, buffoonery, you mean? Yeah, the buffoonery. The buffoonery. <laughs> if you got a group of guys, a group of your friends, and you guys all shoot together, if it's a group of six, split it in three, and throw a toy wrestling belt in there, and it, it'll be the most fun you ever have. Oh, so. absolutely. Every care in the world goes away from me. Every thought in the world goes away from me as soon as I go to full draw. Oh yeah, it's almost like a Zen archery is. You know, it's like a it's a, for me it's like a meditation in a way. Unless you got Steve talking in the background. <laughs> hey, well, I kn- sorry, I'm trying to fix a mic here. We have a mic problem. No, Steve has a mic problem. We might actually have another tornado problem here, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's getting pretty it's crazy. Starting to look a little. Well, I think with off. this too, you know, like the way what he's doing is. People maybe don't want to go to tournaments or that because they're not comfortable. You know, this gives you out, gets you comfortable with it. You can go out and shoot yeah. your bow. Well, then you, you get want. to meet people online. Right. I mean, online, you know, but you're still, it's a, 
like Richard was saying, it's a community. Right. Well, those were the two areas that I wanted to touch. One is I want to bring youth involved into the sport. I mean, we all know how important that is. We don't even have to talk about it. Um, the second part was for the people that don't classify themselves as excellent shooters to get better and, mm-hmm. and play. And I have uh, one specific woman. Um, she poor, poor girl. She's the only woman in the tournament the first time. Oh, but really? She jumped right in. The only yeah, one? She jumped right. she jumped right in. She's probably my biggest, like, promoter and yeller, you know, screamer on the site about how great it is and can't wait. Well, maybe um, we could have her on the podcast feel, sometime. Makes me cause... feel really good, you know, you know, to be able to have people that, like you they're very uncomfortable to go out and try it in a crowd. You know, they can get used to it. So maybe after doing this a few times, they'll feel more comfortable to go get in that event and find out what it's like to be around so many people. Yeah. Um, and not be uncomfortable anymore. Well, because it's, it's just, a, it's just fun, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's a great idea. Everyone can get involved. You don't, you can go in your own comfort or your backyard and shoot and just do your thing. And the cool thing is like, do you bring up like a women, archer a woman archer we're big supporters of that because all our girlfriends are interested or involved in archery so whenever right. we get lucky, the chance lucky. you guys are lucky yeah well i mean we got them into it i mean my girlfriend it didn't take me much to talk her into it we got her a nice bow and and by the way ladies or if you got a kid or if you're you know anyone who's thinking about getting into archery the diamond infinite edge it is adjustable to fit Probably anyone on the planet. Um, Absolutely, great little bow. You, I, think, nice bow. I think you can get it complete for three fifty with everything. That's right, fellas. The Diamond Infinite Edge, the second best diamond yep. you can get your girlfriend. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so, um, but I, I can't remember that, where Steve. I was going. But I, 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 we, we can get off topic. I want to, I want to know more about about Richard here. Uh, Richard, <laughs> how long have about you been married? So. It's getting personal. I'm an open book. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you shouldn't have said that because Steve's going to drill you with all sorts of yeah. questions now. No, but uh, you know, it's it's just it's it's you know, you can tell what kind of passion you have. I mean, you said you have four. What are, how old are your kids? I've got 19 in college. Uh, she's uh, studying culinary arts. I've got 16 year old twins, um, completely different boy girl. Um, yeah, and a seven year old. They're quite spread out. Oh, God, yeah, man. man. You're, you're all over the board. old boy, so we equal out. You are all over the place, Wait, man. wait. Yeah, did you say they're all boys? No, you got a What's boy that? and a girl, right? You got a boy and a girl. Yeah, the twins are boy girl, and uh, completely opposites, but can't be with each other too long. Um, <laughs> and then a seven-year-old son. So, I'm a blessed man. Well, man. Oh, your hair is gray now, isn't it? I could, what was that? Do you got? Do you have gray hair now? I shaved my head. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. Right. You don't have to worry about but, it. But then. it's pretty gray if I let it grow. <laughs> <laughs> I've so been shaving awesome. my head for seven years. <laughs> so you got a you, you got a you got a kid that's on the cusp of being able to drink, and the that's the oldest, and the youngest is on the cusp of maybe getting out of Mickey Mantle League baseball. Like that's. <laughs> Oh, man, you're a busy man. <laughs> you are a busy oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, my oldest daughter did uh, 12 years of fast pitch, um, so that's where all the travel ball and all that stuff started. My 16-year-old daughter picked that up, and they're both catchers, so there's nothing cheap about it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's the gear, the everything's get wore out per season. It's it's interesting. 
my 16-year-old son is avid wrestling, but he's not bouncing off the ropes, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, so so the uh, not-as-cool wrestling, the wrestling oh, you actually sorry, have to... The wrestling where you actually have to do things? Amateur wrestling. It's not professional yet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't say that. I said, just said he wasn't bought it bouncing off the road. <laughs> <laughs> but he took his, his sports. My kids, for some reason, they all take their sports and their grades and everything to the next level. So, not like um, any of They're us. very, very, very driven. Well, good. So, you sound it, like a very, you, you have a great head on your shoulders and you're a very trustworthy man, it sounds like, to be running an archery online tournament. Yeah, I, I mean, if I, was, if I was a kid, I'd let you raise me. Because it sounds like you did it right. <laughs> I mean, frankly, that was probably the biggest worry I had, you know, because the Internet, I mean, acquiring any kind of trust is very difficult. Sure. Um, and, you know, I didn't really think I would get the feedback that I got. But, I mean, I've been around these Facebook groups for quite a while now. Um, I'm very active and involved. It is my pastime when I'm not shooting or not working. Um, now, do you know, your and, kids hunt? Uh, yeah, my son is absolutely hooked. My seven-year-old uh, experienced taking a nice doe from a double tree stand first time this year, and now he's hooked. Awesome. Seven years old? So, he didn't shoot, oh. but he sat with he sat with dad the whole time. Awesome. Um, we took a really really nice mature doe at eleven yards. Man, do so we got it? to see the whole you know the whole bit. We got to watch a fawn uh, chew on a piece of wood sticking its head in the in an old abandoned building for 45 <laughs> minutes. So my seven-year-old got to see fox, raccoon. Uh, it was a very, very blessed day. A fawn feeding. Well, a fawn where no more spots left. Very, very young. Yeah, like um, a, yeah, first year deer. Yeah, already been separated. Awesome. And the doe the came through, and it was absolutely comical. Because I said, I told my son, I said, now you know that that young one belongs to this doe. You know, I was whispering to him, and the doe's only like 15 yards away. I said, "What do you want to do? Do you want to let her go by, and and you know, look look for the buck that's been using the spot, or do you want, or would you like to take her?" And he just looked up at me and he said, "Dad, we're deer hunting." <laughs> All right, there we go. There we go. He's hooked. I like <laughs> that. Guy, he, said, Dad, he said, "Dad, we're deer hunting. That's a deer." <laughs> <laughs> if it's brown, it's down. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's out of here. <laughs> yeah, if it's brown, it's down. That's uh, a deer. It's made of meat, right? Yeah. yeah. No. So I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> and it is, and now it is, uh, you know, because we're just getting the, you're you're just like half, you know, maybe ninety percent, a hundred percent of our listeners. We don't know; they don't email us. But you're a working guy. You have your passion, and you're losing sleep literally to to keep this passion going. And like it doesn't phase you. You know, you, you lack of sleep, but you know you're you're there at the next day, and you're just like, you know what? I, I was doing something good for, for people. Um, you know, we just want to see this grow. Um, it's a great idea. My, my well, thank you guys. Yeah, and, and my question is, I mean, how long after you get done with a with a shoot? I mean, how long until the next one can come? Because some of our listeners might want to want to partake. Um, and even us, so, you know, we're, we're definitely going to do it. What's, right, right. Uh, what's the time frame? I mean, how, how, in between the two is in what between you're the two of these shoots. So the one shoot's done, then obviously, you know, the the next round starts up, and then it goes. Is it is it just kind of one of those things that you're f- 
figuring out as you go? I mean, or is there a set thing? That well, you yeah. Know? I mean, like literally this first one since it's, I mean, frankly, I don't know and I don't believe it's ever been done before anywhere. So, you know, there's nothing to reference, you know, to learn what works best and what doesn't. I think I ironed, um, well, I shouldn't even say I think because I hate that word. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm, I'm 99% positive I've worked out all of the bugs right from the beginning. So I, I, I'm sure it's a pleasurable experience. Everybody's already having fun with it, which is kind of proof in the pudding. Um, but, <laughs> I, want some pudding I mean, main, yeah, yeah. But mainly the goal will be to turn at least one tournament over every month year round. Okay. So, you know, so, you know, even if you can't shoot outside, I mean, I've been watching guys do videos where they, they shoot in the snow, you know, cause they want to shoot their bow. It's that much of a passion. So obviously those times a year for all the different parts of the country, you know, there'll be different weather, you know, different amounts of people on the rosters. Um, like right now to turn after the first one, what I found is the sending out the targets is the biggest delay. Yeah. So I'm learning on, I'm, I'm learning on that because I mailed them out yesterday and they are literally going all over the United States. And that's a lot um, of money out of your pocket, yeah. really, when you add all that up. Actually, you know, it wasn't bad. I mean, I planned for everything. I have some minor adjustments that I'll have to do. I mean, look at this, you know, like a business. I mean, it's uh-huh. the expenses. Um, but, you know, I, I had a hiccup. I've got a guy in Australia shooting in the tournament. That's awesome. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, that is amazing. I have a, a member of the group that didn't sign up for the first one in New Zealand. Oh, cool, so, cool. It kind of touched my heart because I, I originally named it, and with help from a friend, you know, Archery Abroad. And boy, did that bring a new meaning to Archery Abroad. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, we have a but listener did, in Ireland, so maybe he'll join the he'll join the gang. Yeah, there you go. Well, but there is a little concern there because I can't just send the target to him. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the delay of getting it there. Um, I didn't even worry about pricing how much it would take to send a Manila envelope to Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the group voted. I mean, obviously, we want everyone to shoot that can, and he's allowed to use his own targets. He's going to date it, sign it, circle all of his arrow holes, and use the same target through the tournament. That's I mean, awesome. You, um, but you got to understand, you know, as archers, you know, and, and uh, bow hunters and, and, you know, people like us, I mean, we're we're very open and honest. I mean, you're really close to D.C. You're really close to D.C., so you know all about, you know, lies and uh, you know, things, <laughs> things of this nature. We're not going to get political yet, yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, we, we definitely understand where you're coming from. Uh, I'm not going to say we, I'm going to say Eric sent up. We have a listener. Uh, one of the first guys who ever contacted us, his name's, uh, Chris Alby. Albury. Get his name right. Albury. I'm calling him Albie now because that's <laughs> how I look at his name. It's easy. Okay, I got you. I'm but, wrong. yeah, he's up in Canada, and we just sent him a simple shirt. And Well, we didn't. Eric didn't. It ended up costing like $34 American, so. Right, right. It was like $190 million Canadian. Right. They got the loonies the up there. Yeah, their dollars are loonies. By the way, Richard, when we get our, um, we're in the middle of doing new T-shirts. When we get one, we'll uh, we'll send one your way, and we get we'll, we got awesome. stickers. Thanks, we're guys. just cut today. Cut today. I gotta go pick them up. Fresh off yeah, the press. I mean, oh, guys, I, I have all kinds of dreams on this. I mean, I'm I, I would like to have a, get it to a point where when you guys were talking about me needing help, um, you know, I've studied the archery world and the in the in the industry itself, and 
I can't wait to be sending out shooters jerseys and have staff shooters for archery abroad and, yeah. you know, really, really have fun with it. And, you know, if they have the same passion with it as I do, you know. Um, you know, that would be cool if you could get – it would It would be really cool if this grew into something to where you could have legit teams and they were – and then maybe yeah. you could do archery abroad online and then it would be cool if it grew into the point where art, it was just archery abroad was a, a real – physical tournament to where it traveled abroad. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Keep the online. Well, the, nice, the nice thing, Mr. Australia already proved it. It's already done. You yeah. Know, he's, he's in the tournament, and he's in Australia, and he's shooting against guys in the U.S. Um, we've got California. we got Ohio. we got Pennsylvania. we got Illinois. we got Indiana, uh, Minnesota. I mean, the list goes on and on for 45 people. Well, how yeah, cool would it be, though? I mean, I, I mean, keep it online, too, but what if it grew to the point where you're like, you know, I could almost afford to now that it's gotten so big, just do a physical, you could travel around and throw real tournaments, like, like Absolutely. in person yeah. and go from, you know, I mean, you never know. The sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want, really, if it gets big enough. I mean, uh, it somewhere different every year. I'll host it once a year. Um, that way, everybody that's been shooting and watching everybody shoot could actually meet. That would be cool, man. That would be really cool. We need to, have, really cool. I, I, I we need wanna, to have one in Sherrard. I want to <laughs> correct uh, Kurt in something. He said the sky's the limit. That's true, but if you have a TARDIS, then nothing is the limit. I don't even know what that is. It's a Doctor Who reference. <laughs> Rich, do you watch Doctor Who? Doctor Who, no. Do you know no. what it is? I don't. I've, no. I've seen it a long time ago, but it's probably new to me now. Oh, I literally, were, guys. I don't. I don't even watch TV. I don't see the news. Nothing. <laughs> we're on the I, same page. We don't, we don't do that. We don't do any of that either, except for Steve. It, it's for me. It's too depressing. I go to work, take care of the family, uh, play on Facebook all night long. <laughs> <laughs> the Farmville. Do you play Farmville? No. <laughs> okay. Any no, our, he doesn't. Hey, hold I, I, I want to get this out of the way real quick. Wait. Any of our listeners, if you are a Doctor Who fan, send us your uh, favorite Dalek moments. God. Don't because I don't know what Doctor Who is. I'll show you. It's um, <laughs> Richard. Real cool. I mean, not real quick. We're up, um, <laughs> we're getting to the end of the podcast here. So, but this is good okay. for the people in in the tournament. What we are thinking, maybe in a future episode after the tournament's over, have not for an entire episode, but maybe a good twenty minute chunk for each winner of each class to get on and talk about how what they thought about the tournament, any input they have on it, or advice for people that want to do it. Um, it'd be cool to have Absolutely. the winner of each class to do, you know, we, we can figure something out, have them on, talk about whatever they want to talk about, about the tournament and anything else they got going on. So it, yeah, anything else, anything. Yeah. It's kind of cool though. Like when Austin Fielder is in the tournament this time. Oh yeah. He oh, said that yeah. there's a guy that we had on the podcast actually, that is in the first like tournament two weeks ago or three weeks ago or something yeah. like that. Are you, you guys uh, are on the same field staff of be the tree. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. It's a fan. It's that that stuff, and that that really is what got me involved in most of what I'm doing now. Um, just a passion for everything. Richard, you know what's um, funny? We've been promoting "Be the Tree" unintentionally here over here on our <laughs> podcast. And we yeah, have a lot. We have not got everybody. Lo- everybody on everybody on the planet. Um, if anybody hasn't experienced that product, I I could tell story after story about it in one hunting season. Austin's um, like Austin's like next time I'm on the podcast I'll have, I'll have it I'll have the product in person I'll have it. I'm like okay this is what the 
second, third time we've talked about Be the Tree. I want to get some Be the Tree in the studio here. We'll we talk about it. This, we'll do the review, and all our listeners can really see what this Be the Tree is about. So let's f- contact the dude from Be the Tree, and we'll get him on the podcast. Yeah, get him chit chat we'll about it. Right. That would be cool. Well, I'll tell him Rich yeah. and Austin sent you sent him. He'll know who it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome stuff. Um, there's a lot of disbelief and whatnot, but when you take something that's all natural, you combine it with your normal hunting skills. Um, I am the worst scent control guy on the planet. <laughs> well, I'm the, the worst time. I mean, it, on the planet. So <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I smoke cigarettes in the tree. I mean, I mean, it's not the right thing to do, but if you smoke, you understand it, and. <laughs> you know, I went. I, I went ten years lucky to see two deer all season. You know, and I could always tell when I was getting busted. To last season, I passed up eleven deer. So you know, eighty percent of them were within fifteen yards of me. One below me, looking up, sniffing. So, <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. You know, I and I'm I'm I don't know where I stand on it. Like I, I'm still in between. I could be swayed either way. I'm like super de- like I went out hunting with my cousin one day, and he doesn't put any scent control. Maybe he's like had something. He hit a spray or two, and I'm I'm covering every inch of my body if I can. I'm spraying it in my face, up my nostrils. I don't want anything <laughs> happening. We get up in this. Right. We have this uh, stand set up. It's 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 like a deck. I mean, you know, it, it was built for. You know, hunting deer out in the woods, and it, it's kind of sloping on this hill. Deer out in the woods, <laughs> deer. Yeah, as opposed to deer in the living room. So that's where it was. <laughs> so, so it's set up out there, and we're just hanging out there. I'm like, you know, man, hopefully I don't catch a wind. Here's him smoking cigarettes. He's like, you want one? I'm like, yeah, why not? We're smoking cigarettes. As we're smoking a cigarette, here comes a deer walking up. You're off the podcast. It was a fork buck, and I was like. Can he smell this, man? I don't. That's the that says it in general. It was a fork buck. A year yeah, and a half. I was, I was, I was, guys, I was taught a long time ago is anything other than you is not a human odor, unless they associate cigarette smoke with humans. They're not going to care. That's a, that's a good uh, point. Living, but I will you say this: smoke coming from your living room, you're going to go investigate, right? You're going to find out if there's a fire. Right. Uh, no, I'm running immediately. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm out of there. Well, here, here's the thing. One, yeah, I. What the point you just made is a good point, but at the same time, a year and a half year old buck, in my opinion, is the easiest easiest animal oh, to yeah, kill absolutely. out of all animals because they but are most, just most smokers are going to get busted for doing what? Not smoking, they're going to be get busted for moving before you ever see the deer. Exactly. I mean, my dad so, shot a hundred, almost a hundred ninety one inch deer <laughs> peeing into a Gatorade bottle. I mean. Right? You know, there's so much controversy, man. It's like yeah. I shot this buck within, while I was cooking a raw, steak. Within 15 minutes, it's raw ammonia. It, all urine, all urine within 15 minutes is raw ammonia. Yeah, well, well I mean, there's so much controversy. Like, you know, oh, I was doing this and this. Deer. You know, you get the guy. I was doing this and this deer walked up out of nowhere. It, it, I don't know. We could we could argue about this for hours. Yeah, yeah we could do it a whole that's podcast. Why, that's why on that. my standpoint has always been: hunt the way you want to hunt. Enjoy the woods. Be at peace. Exactly. Have fun. That's but why he's saying. Kurt, am I really off the podcast? Be a tree. I got stuff I got to do. I mean, if you want to leave right now, you can. Dude, I, will I be welcome back? Probably not. No, man. But no, really. That we 
we were all just kidding about the be the tree stuff. We really do want to check it out. Yeah, um, we gotta check this stuff out and test it and give a review on it. Um, yeah, we had Austin here hanging out. We shot bows in my backyard after the podcast, and he's just a good dude. And he was telling us all about it. He's like, no, for real, because. You know, we have a guest on. We're, we'll circle back around and have everyone back on. And he's like, you know, next time sure. I'm on, I'll bring some in for you guys. You can check it out. And so, uh, and we definitely, we want to circle back around with you and see where Archery Abroad is and, you know, just basically check back in with you and see how everything's going. And um, if he lets us. Yeah, if you let us. Yeah. <laughs> if he wants to be back on the show. Yeah, where, I mean, where else can you, can you go and shoot against 30 other people and not have to stand next to them? Or leave your yeah. house. Oh, oh, oh. Even leave your own yard. Yeah, you know, if you're nervous about shooting, who cares? Put the camera on. Have fun. Hey, be oh. where you place. The goal is to beat your last score every time. What are the so, rules about trash talk? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm actually getting getting kind of. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right on. You know, there's, there's, Believe it or not, there's been very little of that. I mean, there's, there's a lot of buzz on the Facebook page. I mean, people are posting every night. You know, it's actually, it's really enjoyable to become a, a great little 465-person group. Yeah, we, um, my, we, true, my true belief is when we finish this tournament and everybody starts talking about it and they realize that it is for real, that it's going to happen, the payouts are going to happen because it you know, goes to my core ethics. I'll break my back to make sure it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once everybody understands it, sees it, I think it's just going to absolutely blow up. Um, I mean, it's, it, I don't think there's a way it can't. Yeah. And, um, it's going to grow for sure. It. I mean, you can't, you can't deny that. It's um, going to explode. I, I think. Yeah. I, I would have to agree with you. I, mean, I think I'm going to be going, uh oh, how am I going to handle it all? <laughs> you're gonna, that's, a, that's a good problem to have. That is a good. You're gonna problem have to have. hire Absolutely. a secretary. Yeah. Um. So we are. Um. We do. We are enjoying this. This conversation, but one, we've, one we've question, got a storm moving in, so we're gonna. Try one to question I want to slip in real quick: Is there someone that's expected to win in your eyes in either class? No, because you don't um, know any of them. I'm looking. <laughs> where, well, I don't know any of them, but I'm seeing some of the practice shooters' practice shots. And I'm telling you, there's some great shooters on there. But what happens when it comes to the moment of truth and you want to win and your brain takes over? Yeah, when right, you hit, true. When you, hit that, when you hit that one spot that was a nine ring instead of an X, I mean, sure. that, can, that can cost first place. Well, we'll definitely so when, we'll keep when, in touch with you, and we'll, we'll definitely yeah. see who, who takes charge of each class, and we'll figure out some sort of podcast I'm on sure yeah, it'll be edited. Winner. It'll be edited every week. Everybody will be moved around. Everybody will be able to see where everybody stands all the way through. It's a three-week tournament, and then turning it around is going to be some time because I'm going to take about a week or two to study what happens, how I can make it better, all that good stuff. But I will definitely. open up another roster to build another roster in about two weeks. Okay, sure. And, right and, around there. And that's not us breathing in the microphone. That's... Uh, thunder coming in. Um, <laughs> it, we it looks like we got another storm coming in, but uh, quickly, you know, so we don't lose power. Where where can potential shooters or people who have who have done it before? Um, where can they where can they find you? How can they sign up? How can they contact? Well, you? I mean, it's archery abroad online tournaments on Facebook. It is a closed group right now. Um, there's several different avenues to. Obviously, if you're a Facebook user, you can go on Bow Hunters of America. Archery Talk, Archery America, any of these, a lot of these groups I'm involved in, so you can tag me there and I can get you information. Um, the best way, if you want a link to go directly to it, is just email me. Um, it's an old work email that I use, so it's called your, Y-O-U-R, total, 
comfort, all one word, at, <laughs> at gmail. Yeah, don't laugh. <laughs> at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> um, it's pretty funny, though. A- your uh, total comfort at gmail.com. You're an old HVAC okay. guy. I love it. Your total comfort at gmail.com? Yeah. And, I, and again, it's just a test. I haven't set up all kinds of stuff that's just dedicated to archery abroad yet. So. Okay. Well, sure. people can find yeah. you on, we'll get a hold of you online or whatever, and then they can they can keep on tabs with what you're doing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the way to do is email me right now. It, 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 it was such a pleasure to talk to you. And, and I, again, I wish we could have more time but you know we want to make sure that we can get this uh shut it down and saved it because yeah it's starting to look pretty uh we're having a hell of a time here today it's kind of a weird day with the storm and steve's all shook up from dusty roads passing you know it's just (laughs) just, just a bad day he's still shedding a tear over there (laughs) um but no we really do appreciate you having me on the podcast i think it's people are really going to dig this archer abroad concept and i think it's just really going to it's going to explode, I really do think, and I wish you the best. Um, we'll definitely circle back around with you. We'll check back in, and we'll see what's going on. And You better look forward to seeing our names on that roster, too. Yeah, we will Absolutely. be on next time for sure. Um, but, yeah, yeah let the, you have to let the people in the tournament know about the podcast and that there could be a, a gift spot for the winners of each class. But uh, why don't you stick around for a second after the podcast, and uh, well, we really do appreciate you having me on. So, Eric, you got anything you want to add? Nope. Um, this Sunday, uh, June 14th, Galesburg Archery Club, we'll be at the 3D tournament out there, or just 3D shoot. Um, it's, it's technically Ryo, Illinois, yeah. um, for our listeners near the Quad Cities. Um, if it doesn't get rained out, if you guys want to meet us out out there to go shoot, I think you can uh, beat Steve. Um, me and Steve are going to take the belt again over Eric and Logan, hopefully. I don't hopefully. think that's going to happen. Oh, Logan's not here to help you, so well, you're on your right. own, big I'm boy. all right. I can handle it by myself. <laughs> I'll beat both of you by myself. Oh, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, next week, we don't really have a whole lot planned yet. It's kind of open books. We might have a guest. We might not. Um, either way, it's going to be a good time. So, hey, guys, why don't you go uh, shoot your bow, and we will see you next week on the podcast. Thank you. Later. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.